Sukkah Davav, six lines from the bottom of Heo and Beis. Yesterday we end off with the Yisoyed from Abchir Ba'ashi in the name of Rav that Shiurin, Chatzitzin, Umechitzin, Halach Lomeshimisinai, that the dinim of Shiurin as well as Chatzitzin by a mikvah and Mechitzin and Halachas of Mechitza are all Halach Lomeshimisinai and our Gemara will discuss this further. So Zakta Gemara, Shiurin, Deraisin, and Lechera, how do you say that it's Halach Lomeshimisinai? Lechera, the first in the Torah, the Chsiv, as it says in the Pasuk, Eretz Chitu Sarya, Vigefen Uta'ina Vurimain, Eretz. The Pasuk is telling us about the special pears that Eretz Yisrael is blessed with, and it says that Eretz, it's a land that has chita, which is wheat, sa'ir, which is bali, geffen, which is wine, uta'ina, and figs, virimoid, and pomegranates, and it's also Eretz Yisrael Udvash. It's a land that has olive oil, as well as honey, which is defined as dvash tamarim from dates. And says that this Pasuk is teaching us all the shurim that's relevant to the Torah. As Rashi points out, HaPasuk Medab B'Shvach this Pasuk is speaking about the beauty of Eretz Yisrael. Even for things that are relevant to the Torah, through its pairs, we have to give Shurin for all of Dinim and Isurin in the Torah. Now, the Meiri Yemisachtis Brach just points out that even though from this Pasuk we dash in, that whichever pairs are mentioned first in the Pasuk, that's the Bracha that we make first because that shows its Chashivas. However, we also have a remez to the Dinim and the Shurin in the Torah. So the Gemara now goes through all of the different minim and the shivas haminim, how they actually apply to different shurin in the Torah. Zakti Gemara from the wheat kernel, the base of Menuga, we learn out the share for a house that has tzuras. The Tzana, as we learned in the Mishnah, Haniklis the base Menuga, the Caleb Al Ksefa, the Samuel, the Tabais Biyadai, who behind Tmeimiyad. The din is that if someone walks into a house that has tzuras, the Pasuk says, that if someone walks into the house or anything comes into the house independently, they become tummy right away. So that's why. The Mishnah teaches us that if someone walks into a house with a saras and he has his clothing there on his shoulders, but he's not wearing them, or his sandals as well as his rings are in his hands, meaning that he's holding them, he's not wearing them, then he is tummy right away, and they are tummy right away, and there's no waiting period at all. And we turn to that Vavah Manalf. Now, prior to bringing the second case, let's understand the Pasuk. The Pasuk in the Gate Saras says, If you come into the house which has saras, you'll become tummy right away until the evening. And then the Pesach says, So it says if someone sleeps in the house, then he has to actually wash his clothing and his clothing becomes tummy. And if someone eats in the house, then he has to wash his clothing and his clothing becomes tummy. And therefore that Pesach that says it twice is actually extra. And we learn out that you don't actually have to sleep there or eat there. The Pesach is just t- teaching us that although if someone walks in there independently, they become tummy right away. But if someone's begotten is on the person, then the begotten do not become tabe unless he remains in the house for the shear that a person would eat a half a loaf of bread which is called the shear of Achilles pras. So the Mishnah continues with the second din, Hoylovish Caleb if someone is wearing his own clothing which means that now it's called Begadav and it's not that the Caleb are coming in independently and his sandals are on his feet and he's wearing his rings on his fingers who tummy me out? He's tummy right away because of course the person individually is coming into the house independently and right when you walk into the house, you're going to be Tomei. But his begotten that he's wearing, or his sandals, or his rings that he's wearing properly, they are They remain tar until he waits in the house, the shear that it would take for a normal person to eat a half a loaf of bread. So the Gemara explains that half a loaf of bread, what type of bread is it? It's a pas that's made out of wheat and it's not made out of barley flour. Why is that? Because as Rashi says, because paschitim is easier to eat. 
eat, and therefore it's a quicker time frame that he'll eat it. In addition, another thing that he is doing, when he's eating it, he's eating it, and as Rashi points out, someone that eats, it takes him quicker to eat it, because he's Isaac and Achila, he's not tired thinking about, or looking at other things, and therefore he's focused on eating, and the same thing, when he's eating it with a dip, it's easier to eat than eating regular bread, and therefore all of these things make it a quicker share, than if it would be, and he wouldn't be massive, and he wouldn't be eating with any dip. And that's what Chitim comes to teach us from the Pasuk. And the Gemara continues, what is the word Sa'ir? Bali teaches us in the Pasuk. The Tanit we learned in the Mishnah. That if someone has a bone of a person, that is a shear in order to become Tameh. It has to be the size of a Bali kernel. Then it's going to be Metam if you touch it, or even if you carry it and you don't touch it. But it's not Metam oil at that point. And Rashi points out, when is it that a bus of a mace, or any part of a mace is Metam oil? is only if you have the Shedra or a person's skull but the Sa'ir which is part of the Shiva Saminim is teaching us that although there's no Tumas oil however there's Tumas Maga and Masa as long as you have a bone that's the size of a Sa'ir and the Gemara continues with the third of the Shiva Saminim Gefen the grape Kedem Revius Yael Nazar teaches us the Shear of Revius Yael Nazar now we know that if the Nazar drinks wine then of course he's going to be Chayiv because he drank wine and that of course is the Shear of Revius however Agamar is teaching us that there's another din Benigay in his ears that if someone actually eats wine or grape products for example if the Nazar eats the peels of the grape or he eats the shoots of the vine or the alan or the leaves of the vine then they're mitzav to the Shear of Yain but in order to know if it's actually Revius Yain since it's not a liquid you have to do something called displacement where you take that actual solid material and you place it in some sort of a cup of liquid and then whatever pours out of that cup that's called displacement and when you have a cup that's beneath it that captures that amount of liquid, you'll know the shear of Vias. And the Gemara is teaching us from the word of Geffen, we understand that the displacement when you're trying to figure out the shear of Vias for a Nazar is done not with water, but with actual wine. And the reason why you do this is because wine is much thicker than water. And when you have a cup of wine that's filled to the top, it won't spill over as quickly as water. And as you'll see, if you actually demonstrate this and take a little bit of wine and fill it to the top of a cup, a little bit will remain closer to the top of the edge and it won't spill over the edge as quickly as water and therefore it'll be a larger share of a revius than if you actually took water and tried the displacement method and that's what we learned from the word geffen and the Gemara continues to Eina what do we learn from the fourth one of the Shiva Semina from figs the Gemara explains that we know that the only way someone is chayiv for Hitzah on Shabbos either from Rishus Yochid to Rishus Rabbim or Rishus Rabbim to Rishus Yochid or for carrying Dalad Amis to Rishus Rabbim is only when he does Hitzah on something that's a chash of a thing and it's something that you guard and you put away for a meal and that's not going to be a kazayat it's going to be more than that and the size of a fig is therefore the size that's needed for all food product in order to be high for itza on Shabbos remind when the Torah says the fifth item which is the pomegranate what's it coming to teach us it's not as we learned in the Mishnah as we know if someone has a wood kli the dinner that that kli could become tummy but it has to have a shem kli what is considered a shem kli it has to be able to be used that the toich, the inside of it, has to hold something. But if the kli is not usable, then there are two dinim. Number one, it cannot become tame. So if the sheriff, for example, touches that kli, the kli does not become tame. And number two, if it was tame, then it could lose its tumor status because now it's a broken kli. So the Mishnah in Kalim teaches us that if there's a kli that's owned by a private individual, and since in the private individual is not going to throw out a kli just because it gets a small hole, then the din is that this kli has a shem kli and therefore it could be 
become tummy, it doesn't lose its status of tumma unless it gets a hole that's so large that a pomegranate could fall out. At that point, then a Baal bias would throw it away. But prior to that, he could use it to store, remind him, and therefore he won't throw it out. However, Rashi points out that if it will be a clue of a person that's actually a craftsman and he's making kalim in order to sell, then even if it gets a hole that's just a kosher, then it would not be considered a clear anymore and it would be tar. And the reason is because it's made for sale and therefore that type of clear is not something that's able to be sold. And the Gemara continues, Eretz Yishem, and what's the sixth of the Shiv Saminim? It's olive oil. And then we learn out, Eretz Yishem, the land that all of the Shurim are based on a Kezayis. In fact, the Gemara, how can you tell me that all the Shurim are based on Kezayis? We just said many that are not based on Kezayis. Chita Sayer Gefen Te'ina Rimayin. Ela Ema Zakimara Sherev Shira Kazaisim. Most of the Shurim are based on Kazais, as Rashi points out. Benigay the Din of Tuma of Mace and Avela, a Kazais Bosom and Mace becomes Tame, and also by Kazais and Avela it is Metame, and the Issachel of Adam of Pigle, the Nice of Atame, the Gidanosha, that the Achila of all these things are also if you eat a full Kazais. And then the Pasuk says, Dvash, the last one, which is honey, which Rashi points out, call me the Masika Kriyan Dvash. Anything which is something that's sweet is called Dvash. But tomorrow, meaning Masika, and dates are things that are very sweet. And we learn now, that in your kippah, there's not an Issa of Achila. It doesn't say Lois Seichel. It says Asher Lois Una. And therefore, it's based on Inoi. And the shear that's Mesa Daite and Mafkale Me Inoi, it takes you out of the din of Inoi, is when you eat a fat date. The Gemara continues, Alma, the Raisin, and how can you tell me that's Allah Mishmisinai, all the Shurin, but Lachaira, we have Sukkah that teaches us this. And therefore, Lachaira, it's Midiraisa, it's Mefurish the Pasuk. The Gemara answers, Betisbara, Shurin Miksibi. Does it say all the Shurin? It just gives a remnant to It says Chita. It doesn't say Chita Lobesa Menuga. It doesn't say etzim kisayir benegei tumas meis, and therefore we see that's not really something that's in the Torah. It's really halachamish misinai. The Korah smachta ba'almi. The pasuk is actually just an asmachta. So the Gemara continues chatzitzin derais. And all the chayyur we're saying chatzitzin that halachas that you now have chatzitzin when you go into the mikvah is a din that comes from halachamish misinai. The chayyur it's derais. The chiv it says in the pasuk v'rochas is besar b'mayim. You should wash your basa in the water, and therefore it's mashma. Your basa has to be directly in contact with the water. So that's the raisa. The more answers. is coming to teach us. someone's here. Here is not basa, and therefore maybe you could see, think that you could have a chatzitza on your sar. And therefore, for example, if someone has most of his hair that's full of dirt, or most of his hair already tied in knots, the din would be that it would be mutter to go into the mikvah. Kamash one from the That's not mutter. Just like we have a din if you have one here that's tied individually and you are makbid on it, then the din is that chaytzetz that is a chatzitzah. Now this din is of course only in Rabbanon, and we'll see in a moment that on Alma Beis we're going to explain the isa of chatzitzah is only based on having rov of here tied up individually, and each one has a knot, or that is a cake of mud on your hair and your makbid. Shalish ein chaytzetz, and for sure, if you tie three strands of hair together, then there's no chatzitzah because here is very hard, and therefore it's impossible to make it very tight and therefore the water will flow in between each hair. Shtayim, and if you have two hairs that are tied together, any day, I'm not sure if that's chatzitza or not, but the point of the Gemara is that sar is not basso, therefore you would not know that there's a din of chatzitza on sar, kamashwa and Allah lamesh misinai to teach us that sar is also going to be a chatzitza. But the Gemara once again is, ayur nami deraisin in olukhaira the sar, here is also midiraisa a chatzitza, dechsev as it says in pasiv, vurachatz es besar b'mayim, and anytime it says the word es, we actually dashed it to give you something that's tough to the basso. And we learn out, something that's tough to the 
Basel, my new Sarah, and it's referring to Sarah, and therefore you see that's not based on Lachem and Shimon Sinai, it's based on an actual Pasuk in the Torah, and Sarah is going to be a Chatzitza. And the Gemara answers, in a Chenami, but a gate of a person, and but a gate of half a person, Midraisa, there is a din of Chatzitza. But Kia, so that where that Lachem and Shimon Sinai teach us a din for the din of Rabbi Yitzchak, which we're going to learn on our Amabes, which teaches us that although Benigay is someone's Basel, even if you have a drop of a Chatzitza, that's going to be enough to be considered a Chatzitza, but Benigay here, it's not going to be based on a drop of hair that has a Chatzitza, that even if you have one hair, for example, that's tied together, that the din would be, that would be a Chatzitza. The only way to have a Chatzitza, Midiraisa, and this is what the Halacha Ben Shemesina is teaching us, that the shear is, it has to be rave of the hair that's tied in knots, or it's caked with some mud, and you have to be something that you're makbid of, that you don't want it there. So for example, if you, most of your hair is tied up, but you're not makbid, you don't care, and, and you don't have a problem with that. For example, if it's go, done for beauty, then of course that would not be a chatzitza midiraisa. Midrabonim, we're going to see that this is going to be exera. In addition, if only part of someone's hair is tied up, or it has on meat of his hair some sort of chatzitza, then even if he's makbid on that, there would not be a chatzitza midiraisa. And as we see on the Gemara, on Amit Beis, that will be a chatzitza only midrabonim. But that's what Halach Lomish Misina is teaching us, that in order to have chatzitza midiraisa, it has to be rubai umakbidalab. And the Gemara now will itself go through this cheshbin, the Amrab Yitzchak, and we turn that Vavon Beis, to Vatayi rubai makbidalab chatzitz, that the only thing that midiraisa based on Halach Sinai is going to be a problem with chatzitza if your hair is tied up or if it's dirty, is only if of your hair has this problem with chatzitza and it's something that you makbid of. But if only a meat of your hair has a problem with chatzitza or, like the Gemara continues, v'she'enu makbid of, or if roiv of your hair has a problem with chatzitza but you're not makbid of, then ain't a chatzitza is not a chatzitza, as Rashi explains. Ain't makbid of, havalichigufai. If someone's not makbid on his hair being like that, for example, if someone wants to braid their hair, that's considered like it's that goof, since you're not going to remove it, and therefore it's bottle, it's not chatzitza. And the Gemara continues, but Midrabonim, the Gazor, Rubai, Sheinu Makbid, Mishum Rubai, Hamakbid, since there's a concept Midrabonim, so based on Allah, Mishum Sinai, that if it's Rabbi and Yamakbid, therefore we're going to even when it's Rabbi and you're not Makbid, that we still consider that chatzitza, and also on Miut of your hair that has a chatzitza, but you're Makbid on that, we're also going to be Kazir because when it's Rabbi, here and you makbid, there it is a problem midiraisa of a chatzitza as it's halach l'meshmisinai, and therefore we're going to amir hamakbid because someone might think that even by reiva makbid there would be no problem either, and that's why we said that it is a chatzitza. In fact, the we should also make a zera al miyuta sheini makbid, and someone has meat of his hair that has a chatzitza, and you're not makbid on it, mishum miyuta makbid because we just said that midrabbanan is a problem of miyuta makbid. Inami, we should also say mishum ruba sheini makbid that there's a problem that. Maybe you'll go and be mata a case where it's right over here as chatzitza, even though you're not makbid. So the Gemara answers, what is the standard answer when you're getting to xeris drabbanan? He goof xeris, but not naked. Since the whole point of miut hamakbid and rubi she'enu makbid is not a derisive, it's not based on lachlam hashim sinai. That itself is xeris. Then we can't say that we should be guys also miut she'enu makbid, otu miut hamakbid and rubi she'enu makbid, since that's xeris xeris. And of course, we don't say that by a drabbanan. And the Gemara continues the third of the. 
the halacha is the Moshe Messina we said on Amunav was Mechitzen. So the Gemara explains that what is the halacha of Moshe Messina of Mechitzen? Mechitzen hadamarin. That in order for a wall to be considered a actual halacha Mechitza, it has to be at least ten tefachim high. And as we said before, based on this halacha of Moshe Messina, we understand that b'degeya sukkah that she'ena gavaya me'asar tefachim. The din would be that that is possible. But the Gemara says hanich rabbi That makes sense according to Rabbi Huda that he never had any other pasuk and therefore he learned it from halacha of Moshe Messina. And that's what Mechitza means. El Rameya, Quinta Rameya, that we had before, that held that the Amor of Kalim was also based on six Tvachim, and therefore he was able to learn the Shira of ten Tvachim for wall from the Pasuk that it talks that says Sechim Bechafeim Alakaparis. So the Gemara asks, Michael Mema, or Quinta Rameya, we don't need Halachal Meshemisina to teach us the Dinah Mechitza that it's ten Tvachim. On that, the Gemara answers, Kiasa Hilchasal, the good, beloved, Vidayf Nakuma, Quinta Rameya, that Halachal Meshemisina teaches us many other Dinah that are relevant to Mechitzas. Number one, for the din of good aches or good asik, which means that if you have a wall, then a wall continues upwards until Shemayim and it continues downwards until the ground. And also, as we had in Hilkha Shabbos, and also, that if you have two different materials that are next to each other within three tvachim, the din is that we look at it as if they are attached to each other. And also, that if you have a wall that goes up to a certain spot and then it goes away from another area by four ames, the din is that you would say, that the wall now bends and it meets up with that other space as we had before been a certain dinam of schach and the Gemara continues we said in our Mishnah that if a sukkah does not have three walls that it's also possible even though you need three walls but the Tanakam holds that you can have two walls that are which means that at least seven tefachim long and the third one could be even be a tefach and that's enough to be considered three walls now the two walls that are at least at this point the Gemara feels they have to be at right angles and the two walls form an L-shape and the third wall, which is going to be a tefach, the Gemara at the beginning of tomorrow's daf will discuss the placement of that last tefach. And the Gemara continues, Rav Shimon, however, Rav Shimon argues in Tanakam and he holds, Sholosh Kilchasin, you actually need three full walls that are actually seven tefachim each. Then the fourth wall could be only a tefach. Mythically, what's the basis of Machlis between the Tanakama and Rav Shimon? And the Gemara will now have four different shotim. Rabbanan Saviyashin Lunsaris, the first shot is that the Rabbana hold that when Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the Torah and he wrote it down a certain way, that is the Ikka way that we dash in it. Whereas Rab Shimon Sav, Rab Shimon holds the Eshim Lemikra that the Ikka way we dash in Sukkim is based on the way it's actually read, the Kri. Now, Tyson points out that Kulum Maida, both Rab Shimon and Tan Makam agree, the Dashin and Mikra Misaris, that we always look at the Kri and we also look at the Ksiv. The loyal Chinum Nichtav Kain, that it was not for naught that a Baruch who wrote it a certain way and told us to read it a different way. El Bemilsa the Mikra Shiadadi Pligi. That the only time that the machlek is between Rav Shimon and Rabbanon is when there's actually an argument between the Kri and Ksiv, then there's going to be a question which one is the Ikka? Is the Kri the Ikka or is the Ksiv the Ikka? On that, the Gemara explains Rabbanon Saviyashim Lemesaris. Rabbanon hold that the Ikka is the Ksiv. And in Pasha Samar, the Torah says the word Basukais three times. It says Basukais Teshu Shivas Yam, Kala Etzach Bisrael Yesh Basukais, and it says Lamanye Dider Sechem, Ki Basukais Heshatis Bnei Yisrael, Baitziah Isam Eretz Mitzrayim, Ani Hashem Alekechem. And the first two times it says the word Basukais, it's actually Chasa, and the third time it actually is Malay. But the Gemara explains Harekan Arba, that's as if it said four times the word Basukais, because when it says it Chasa, that's like it says it one time. But when it said the one time Malay, that's as if it's saying it plural, and therefore it's like it said it twice. So therefore it's four references to the word Basukais. There's an idea that the first time something is said in the Torah, it is told to us in order to teach us the din of Sukkis itself. And we have a din, as we'll explain before that, that's called Aim Darsh and We can't dash in the first time that it 
says it because that's for Ikka Pasuk. And therefore, Pashlut Rasa, now there's only three references to the word Sukkah. And although on Bezim and Alf, Rashi said that the word Sukkah is generally referring to Schach, but the Ritva points out that there are many times in Amasechta that the word Sukkah will be referring to walls, and this is one of them. And therefore, the Gemara says that Shtayim Kalchasan, that we use two of the word Sukkahs to teach us that you need two walls that are Kalacha, that means that it has to be seven Tvachim long, and then really the third one should also teach that you need a full wall. But Allah comes to tell us and says that the third wall doesn't have to be a full seven Tvachim, it could even be a Tafach. However, Rav Shimon, according to Rav Shimon, we look at the Kree. And all three times that the Torah says the word Basukais, we read it Mali, we read it as plural, and we read it Basukais, Basukais, Basukais. So Rekan Shesh, really there are six references to a Sukkah. Take out one word and use it for the actual Limud, as we said, in Darshan Trilis, and therefore we're teaching us that there's a concept of Sukkah on Sukkahs, Pashlu Abon. Now there's only four references of Sukkah, Sholosh Kilchas, and now we learn out three walls need to be Kalach, it has to be Vav Tvachim or Zayin Tvachim, depending if you're going like Beisham or Beisolo. And really, based on the fact that there's four times that says the word Basukkahs, therefore we should really have a fourth wall that's Kalach as well, and you should really need a wall that's a full seven Tvachim. But as Sayyid Hilchasar, then the Allah Hamashimisina comes, the Kuratul Abiyas, and it says the fourth wall doesn't have to be a complete wall, it could even be just a Tafach. The Gemara continues with the second way to understand the machlegs between Rab Shimon and Rabbanan B. But he said, if you want, I can tell you the Kuli Amayeshon Lugmukra. Even the Tanakama agrees that you look at the Kree, and therefore over here it says Basukais, 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 and all three times it's a Lushin that's Mole, and therefore it's a plural Lushin. So Lachari, there are six different references to the word Basukais. The first one, of course, we said, Ain Darshan Trilis, and therefore we only have four left over. And Vahacha, Vahacha, Mifagri, Masav, Schacha, the Tanakama holds that not only do we need a Pasuk to teach us that it's actually a concept of Sukkah, but we also need one of these words of Sukkah to teach us that you need Schach, because the word Sukkah means Schach. And therefore, all you're left over at that point is only with three references of Sukkah. So therefore, we learn out that there's two full walls, plus one that's going to be based on Allah Sinai, only a Tavach. However, once a Torah tells you Sukkah Legufei, because Ein that tells you what is a Sukkah, of course it has Schach. And therefore, we're left over with four. Therefore, we learn out there has to be three full walls, and really, there should be a fourth wall. But Vasoy Hilchasa, and it makes it into a Tefach, and it decreases the size to only be a Tefach. And the Gemara continues with the third terms. Or you could say that even Rab Shimon holds that we look at the Ksiv and we don't look at the Kree. And based on this, we only have four references to a Sukkah. The first one, of course, we can't dash him because that's coming for Trilites to teach us the din of Sukkah, and therefore, we're only left with three. So, right that you should only need two walls plus the third should only be a tefach on that the Gemara explains between that hold that comes to tell you that the third wall doesn't have to be a full wall but it could only be a tefach and that's enough holds by the fact that it says the word sukkah is three times it teaches us that we need three full walls and then there's that says even without having a pasuk that you still need an extra tefach, and therefore you need three full walls plus an additional tefach. Or you could say a fourth way, everyone agrees that the halacha Mishim Sinai is saying that one of the walls that we're talking about is only going to be a tefach, and also we're going to go based on the Messiahs, based on the actual ksiv. What's machleik between Rab Shimon and Rabbanan? Even though, of course, there's no question that the first time it says the word sukkah, is, it has to teach us there's a concept of sukkah in the Torah, and there's a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah. However, the question is, can you dash in that also, but again, how many walls you need? And therefore,
for Masa of Rabbi Shimon Hall, Darshan Chilas, that even though, of course, we need the word sukkah to teach us that there's a sukkah, but you could also dash that to teach us an extra wall, and therefore there are actually four references of sukkah, and three are need to be a full wall. The fourth one could be even a tefach based on Allah Chalamishim Sinai, or Masava, however, Rabbanon Hall, in Darshan Chilas, we can't look at the first time and the first reference that says the word sukkah, therefore there's only three references to the word sukkah, and that's why we learn two have to be a full wall, and the last one, the Allah Chalamishim Sinai comes and says that third time that it says sukkah, don't think that the Torah is requiring you to have a third full wall. All the Torah is requiring you to have is two full walls, and the third one could even be a tefach, and that would be enough. And the reason for Rav that you need four walls is from this passage, the passage of Negea, the sukkah that's going to be, it says, and there will be a sukkah in the as a shade from the heat of the daytime, as protection and refuge from the storm and from rain. And therefore, in order to have protection from a storm, you need four walls. And therefore, according to Rav Shimon, we needed four walls. It's a Gilead Milsa on the word sukkah that says in the Torah that it must be that you have four walls. Now, even though the Lachari, the Pasuk, is telling you that you need four walls, the Allah HaMashimim Sinai now comes and says that Yisrael could only have three walls and one wall could be a tefach and that would be enough and we will stop over here.